The current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of, uh, let's say, teal. Um, this is a pretty spoiler-free episode. We're mostly talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Victory Gundam and uh, MSVV. I think that's probably MSV victory, whatever. Um, you know, variants from MS from Victory Material. Um, and then we do talk about uh, a machine from Crossbone Dust. Who cares? And then. We talk about a machine from uh, Gundam Build Fighters. We're going to drop in a spoiler warning at that time, but it is a it is just a cameo, basically. It's just like, oh, hey, there's this fun design that pops up for a second. Um, not po- important, not relevant. If you absolutely want to stay completely build-free, build-safe, you can skip that. Otherwise, I wouldn't bother. Um, and so we also then go on to talk about some uh, some questions from listeners. Um and those also have some spoilers in them, but again, they're really high concept stuff. Talking about like, like the concept of machines from Future Gunning having multiple packs. There's nothing actually spoilery, and so I would say keep it like let it rock, right? If the if you're the kind of person who would be bothered by a mention of a suit that is mostly a cameo in Build Fighters, you probably won't want to listen to the questions. But if you're fine with that, you'll probably be fine with the questions. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. I need to stop thinking about Star Wars Galaxies. I'm Six Gapar. I'm Dylan. Well, we don't talk about droids on this show, because if we did, I'd probably just be mad the whole time. Let's have an episode about IG-88. It'd be fun, but... Uh, and I guess all the other IG units, technically. But then we'd have to talk about the one in, uh, in fucking... Mandalorian, and then it's like, okay, sure, it's, no, it's cool, they, they shot him in the head, and then they reprogrammed him, because, you know, listen, all droids are just slaves for you to, um, I'm gonna roll a die. Yeah, let's do it. <coughs> uh, we are going to very late UC. Yay! Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, at this point I'm just always excited for UC. I, I'm excited for most things on our list. We've cleared away G Gundam. We've cleared away like most other things I wouldn't care for as much. So mm-hmm. a- any roll is good, basically. What did we get? Uh, got a re-roll. We don't have that many on this. We've got 18. We don't have 20. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. This one should be pretty doable for you. Okay. What is it? LM111E02. LM1's. What is this the victory? Like the V one? No. This is the V two. Well, there's no V in it. You'll notice. Oh wait, hold on. E, Echo zero two. This is the gun easy. Oh, gun easy. Okay, I knew it was a victory thing because of how long it was. Well, and because League Militaire LM. Uh, yeah, LM is League Militaire. I just can't. I, I, the only reason, the thing is, I don't know any of those. Those are like the one sets of numbers I don't know by heart is the victory ones. I just right. know all the League Militaire ones are long. I was trying to remember 
the Federation ones don't use LM, I don't think, right? Like the Javelin and all that? No, so, they don't. Yeah, okay, so that should have been obvious it was the Gun Easy then. All right, Gun Easy. Uh, this is the gym of victory. Well, eh, no, no, I guess no. not. Because no. it is, this is a weird suit. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, this is a mass production uh, general purpose mobile suit in Victory Gundam. Um, as we mentioned, it's used by League Militaire. Um, which means, what, what was the ridiculous thing they said that it means instead of Military League in the show? They said it was like, I can't remember what they said. That's like, a great whole, question. I don't know. I can't remember. It was something ridiculous like Holy Military or something like that. Like ah, oh, oh, sacred military alliance. Oh, is that God? I just remember yeah. that being a line that we were all like, "Wait a minute, that's not League Military means military league." Hold on a second, you can't. Yeah, I mean it's based on the kanji that they used for it, but yeah. Oh, okay, I see what happened. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh yeah, so this is the Gun Easy. Um, it is a yeah, it's a weird mass production suit. It's kind of interesting because it is simple but i th i think it's a pretty cool friend uh i've grown to appreciate them after all the re-100s that happened i honestly like you know you had that moment there where you're like i don't know what to call it right because it, it doesn't feel right calling it a gym i feel like honestly the best comparison is it's like the the victory era ground type gundam yeah it's it's definitely like not like just like a cheap grunt like they have a lot of them obviously but it feels like a pretty high performance suit like it's it's very general use but it has everything you could ever need um and it is like relatively an ace machine yeah um so i will say there is an early production version of this but unlike usual i don't want to really go into it right now because if you look at it it's just the color variation it doesn't actually change the design looking at it yeah i'll, I'll list it but it's not yeah it's just uh, in the MSV version, uh, they in the uh, Victory Mobile Suit Variations design series, uh, Okawara did, uh, you know, colored art of this. And it has a mm -hmm. lot of decals, but honestly, there's no design difference, so... There's also the, uh, there's the Gun Easy early prototype, early production type, and then there's the Gun Easy prototype, which is, they're both just color variants, except for there's a beam shield on the prototype. Yeah, which, to be fair... You have a beam shield on the gun easy as well. It, oh, does the the one in the middle not use it? The early production type. Uh, no, it does. Okay, I don't know. That's 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 more like that's all that's on the prototype. Oh right. Uh, the gun easy prototype. I will we'll we'll get into it later when we just talk about all the different colors it can be. I do love that one for having a Gundam color scheme as an alternate set. Because this is basically a Gundam without a V fin. Mm hmm. Uh, so, with the design, uh, as I said, the head, you've got a mohawk camera, as to be expected, two head Vulcans, two pretty big eyes, uh, a face mask with a chin piece, and vents on either side of the head, uh, with chin armor going around that little, you know, face plate. Very much like a Gundam without a V-fin. <laughs> uh, the torso, you've got a interesting torso shape, actually, so... Instead of having, like, divided pectorals, it's actually, like, a pretty consistent, like, upper torso piece. Like, it doesn't have the sections like, that you usually get. Mm -hmm. uh, the collars uh, contain a, I believe, a multi-launcher, and then the beam saber is on the other side. 
Um, trying to remember. I'm pretty sure that they are put in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right shoulder's weapon box, and then the left one is uh, a two-tube multi-launcher. Cool. Uh, yeah, and those are just, you know, surrounding the head. Uh, both have the same design, um, but, you know, they pop open and they have different things. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, On the lower part of the torso, you do have vents on either side, and then you have a large cockpit hatch just going right up the middle, and then just a single torso segment there. Uh, the shoulders, uh, very, very basic shoulder armor, not a lot of detail on them, uh, just like you know some holes which are likely thrusters i would assume um just on the bottom and top of each of the front and back of the shoulder um the arms are also fairly simplistic though at the very least on the uh forearm you do have a guard that goes up pretty far uh and then that's where the uh, beam shield can plug into is there's like a little sort of trying to remember the name for that kind of square uh not quite a square but you know a little notch there that it plugs into yeah yeah uh the skirts again very simple uh the front uh crotch skirt piece uh does have like a little purple area on top no federation v or anything but you know because it's not for the federation fuck off feds we made this ourselves y'all this is the product of of our sacred alliance the the, the league of old men fielding the 12 year old i mean they're definitely following in the federation's footsteps well listen some things um, just never die. Uh, so uh, the front skirts, though, uh, similar to the shoulder armor, very basic, like the very standard, like what you would think of as front skirts, just two plates of armor with a little bit of like cuts for thrusters, not a lot of detail. The side skirts are just completely just plates. Uh, the rear skirt is also just a singular plate. Uh, it doesn't have a divide or anything uh, for the legs calves uh nothing too crazy going on there uh on the knees you do have pretty big knees uh where you got like little scoops on the front uh near you know the bottom of the knees and then got like a little detail on top where you have like a little indent um you have a single plate of ankle armor poking out of the bottom of the leg uh going forward uh over two feet which are pretty standard they're just you know you have a top section you got the foot bottom section in a different color uh finally doesn't even have a backpack really honestly it's just built into the torso you have uh four square thrusters just built into the back of the uh torso very basic design honestly which is very funny because i actually really like this even though i know i normally like really complex designs but i do like this it's just it's just a good one (laughs) i i wish the colors were a little like like a lot of victory suits the colors are really simple and sometimes that works for its its favor in this case it feels kind of like just like a accommodation made for animation to me Mm -hmm. um i will say having built the re 100 it's a great little kit yeah i the re 100 i think is actually why i probably regard this so high it's just because like i really have loved like how they've just been going through and doing all those or had been like they even did some variations that we'll be talking about today. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, getting all the different color ones. Of course, you know which one I like. I like the prototype one because mm-hmm. it's very plain. Uh, to be fair, this suit looks really cool in white, though, because it is almost a Gundam. So having it in white does feel cool to me. And um, I think, like, if, like, I, a lot of stickers would help this as well, right? 
like just mm-hmm. something to break up the the broad swaths of color but yeah also this like this green does look better in the in the like the colors look less flat in in the gunpla form Mm-hmm. And funny you mentioned like the thing with the stickers because if you look at like the late production type of the gun easy here, uh, you'll notice that when Okawara is doing the colors on these for MSV, he adds a lot of color and a lot of decals. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like the uh the the one here is interesting because it's actually got like it still has like a green as the main color though it's a much brighter green. It's almost like a Jigen green. And then uh, for the late production colors, and then you've got like Gundam tricolor going on. And again, because it's so weird on this suit, I actually really like it, even though I normally complain about tricolor. Mm-hmm. Just because this looks really interesting. Um, and then the early production is very similar to the final like production, just with a bunch of decals. And then we mentioned the and there's less product. like the, the the early production color wise also like doesn't doesn't actually do the tricolor. It's more Jigeny even. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the uh, that gun-easy prototype, uh, the Unit 1 is in all-white. Uh, this is the one that the uh, Re-100 is based off of. It's white with, like, blue details and a couple of, like... It does have, like, red inside of the vents, which I really like, and I like all the red stickers it comes with, which... Does the Re-100 come with those? I hope it does. I would assume it does, because I know that the... Uh, the uh, later, what are they, the uh, ground types or whatever that we'll be talking about do have a bunch of decals, so I would hope that I the prototype would. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking right now. I will know in a moment. Uh, oh, hell yeah, yeah, it has them. Not only that, look at the design on these. These are very uh, faithful to like that ZMSV style of decal. I love these. Look at that font on the numbers there. That's great. Oh, this is good. Yeah, no, these are great. Um... God, I, I do need to get this at some point. Especially because it's cheap, because the, the gun is small, because it's, it's Victory era. Mm-hmm. And so, also it's a Re-100, which are, yeah, cheaper than an MG, usually. Yeah. So it's, yep. Yeah. And then you have the Unit 2 of the gun easy prototype, which is just Gundam colors, which also is kind of fun in its own way, because like I said, it's... This is almost the Gundam, it's just missing the V-Fin. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's just a simple machine. Uh, we'll go through the armaments real quick. I mentioned the Vulcans. I mentioned that it has a beam saber. Uh, it has the two-tube multi-launcher. Uh, when it says multi-launcher, you know, it can technically be anything like, oh, we can put smoke dischargers in there, or oh, we could put missiles in there, or whatever. Just any number of little things. Um, it also has the beam rifle, same type as the Victory Gundam. The interesting thing which, uh, which comes with the Victory Gundam's beam rifle is... It can, like, break up and technically be, like, a little beam pistol, uh, mm-hmm. which t- works on the gun easy as well. I don't know why you would do that, but you can. Um, but, yeah, which, that beam rifle, it's, it's a neat little beam rifle. I like the Victory Era beam rifles because they're so round and kind of weird looking. They they look like weird little, like, they, they don't look like they're just making a gun, I guess, right? Like, like as in, like, a real-life gun. Oh, sure, yeah. They look like they're making, like, weird little, like, future guns, which I tend to like, actually, with a lot of the beam rifles. Mm-hmm. As long as it's considered. Sometimes they try and do weird Very stuff much depends. just for the sake of... And sometimes stuff. I like the beam AK-47s, so, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the weapon that I like on this a lot, which is the beam bazooka, um, which this is this cool, like, generally used over the shoulder, I believe, but, like, it's just a green bazooka um that yeah 
It's a bean. <laughs> what? This is com- I was I was trying to do my quote preparation in advance. Oh, um yeah. and Google provided me something, a gift. Very good. Uh what the fuck? <laughs> That's like one of those AI generated shirts, right? Yes, it that has is. to be. And okay. So it's it's a clearly an AI generated shirt. It's one of those sort of like gray with like white speckles style ones, you know, the very generic gray shirt. Um and it's three options. And the options are single, taken, and then the one that's marked, which is mentally dating Junko Jenko. <laughs> okay, we do need to post this without context into the scanline chat right now. You're right, we do. I'll I'll take care. I mean, I've already got it copied. I'll just uh Yeah, just paste that in there real quick. All right. So, the beam bazooka. Um it's actually a really complex little thing, uh which is what I like about it. It's very easy for bazookas to kind of be boring. We've talked about like uh hyper bazooka. We just tend to say hyper bazooka and move on. Um mm-hmm. This one is really neat though. So, you've got like uh I I just like all the sections, right? Because you've got like the back of it has a large, like, green section with, like, a little vent, like, or heat, probably a heat vent in the back. Uh, then you've got, like, the black middle section, and then it goes back to being green at the front. You've got, like, you know, your usual Gundam-style scope, like the little, you know, crystal lens scope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the handle pops out of the green section at the bottom. And you get this, like, interesting kind of, like, uh, the the way the barrel is embedded is kind of cool because it's got, like, these uh, four, like, lines going back into the uh, green part besides just the barrel sticking out, which I just think looks neat. I just think it's a neat-looking bazooka. Um, and, yeah, and it's a beam bazooka, so, of course, I like it because it just fires big beams out of it, which is cool as hell. Yeah, um, listen, people are always dodging fucking, uh, you know, normal bazooka shots, but beam bazooka, they're dodging those, too, but you know they make it look like it was hard at least yeah fair enough uh then you have the uh the beam shield as well uh i mentioned that but you know it's a beam shield uh the ones on these are the like kind of tall hexagonal ones you know pink uh the ones that get really cool speaking of models uh victory Poor, poor F91. I wish they made the F91 beam shields as cool as they do with the victory ones, because I love that, like, piece they use for all the victory ones. Mm. Like the, uh... Well, you built the gun easy, yeah. So, you Mm. know, the fucking amazing lightning effect ones. These are so good. Uh, cool, cool beam shield. It's funny, because I used to sometimes be sour on beam shields, uh, I think in the past. I don't remember if that was even in the time of doing the show, because, like, sometimes I thought they were, like, just kind of boring, and I'm going to admit, they've grown on me. I think they're cool now. I don't know. Look, features you like on a robot, it, it's always changing and evolving. That's how it is. Especially doing this show where I get exposed to... Even though it's not like exposing me to a lot of new things, sometimes just the act of talking about them with someone changes how you you know, feel about things. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, and that's basically all the equipment. Uh, it does mention here the V-Dash's overhang cannon. But it it's using it as a handheld weapon, so I think that means it's literally holding, like, the overhang backpack and firing. I don't even remember that in the show, but I can believe it. Um, and it feels more like an improvised thing than an actual weapon, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it does mention under special features that this has hard points, uh, the attachment point for weapons, shields, spare ammunition, or optional mission-specific equipment. We don't really see a lot of that. I don't even think the variations really get into, like, different equipment loadouts. I think they all use, like, the same loadout. Mm -hmm. But the idea is there. 
Um, and yeah, this is used primarily by the Shrike team. Um, the, you know, you look at the known pilots, and we've got Junko Janko, Maharia Merrill, Kate Bush, Connie Francis, etc. Uh, Peggy Lee, Helen Jackson. I believe Helen Jackson was the one most like an actual Shrike. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Marbit yep. also pilots it. Uh, Marbit the MVP. Uh, Romero Maribal. Who's Romero Maribal? Oh, the old guy. Okay. Uh, and then Tamash and then Miliaria. Uh, Miliera. Lots of lots of strike team names here and a couple others. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, these do pretty good when they're actually... Here's the thing about, like, fights in victory. They're pretty brutal. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of jokes about the Shrike team, but the Shrike team does take down a lot of uh, Zanscare suits, too, is the thing. Like, it doesn't really always feel like people are winning, at least from what I'm remembering. It's basically like everyone is losing. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the, the, the brutal fate of the Shrike team is mostly down to the show they're in, not their actual performance. Yeah. No, Victory is well. a show that fucking murders people. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a show that will murder everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there are, of course, a lot of variations of this suit, uh, just given its simplistic design, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll just go through... Uh, for variants, just for simple variants, we do have... The, oh, wait. Actually, I'm going to mention this one right now first. Sorry. Gun Easy Improved Type. It's the same design again, but in different colors with different paint work. Uh, looking at the armaments, it's all the same. This is literally just... Okay. It has an extra notch in the rear skirt, apparently. Okay. Great. That's all it has. Uh, the, but the art is otherwise the same. Sorry, I just want to get that out of the way because I get annoyed that all these... All, there's like, oh, look at all these variants, and it's like, these are color variations. You don't have to make these be entirely different ones. I mean, I listen, it's why, got that different but... notch in the skirt. They gave it to Federation yeah, Force. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, the, fucking, the, the fucking picture, though, is only a frontal shot, so we don't even see the extra notch in the skirt. That's true. Uh, anyway, the gun easy ground type. Uh, this thing fucking rules. I love this thing. So... Uh, this is a gun easy where, so, a couple of changes all, all over this thing. The head, uh, now has an antenna on the side that is pointing forward. I really like the weird pointing forward antenna. And it also has shades now. Uh, the, instead of an eyepiece, it just has, like, a single solid, like, visor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two multi-launchers, well, multi-launcher slash beam saber holster, um, on the, um, collars are now way bigger. Uh, not, like, way, way bigger, but they are, you know, noticeably a different design. They have, like, you know, what what I expect to be on, like, reactive armor with, like, that little X inlay Yeah, I assume it. they're just up-armored. Yeah, they're probably just up-armored, which makes them th- a little thicker and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the chest, it does have a slightly different style of vent instead of just, like, a full you know, hole vent, which even the detailed art tends to have. This one has, like, uh, little notches in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shoulder also has some extra little, uh, like, vents or filters on the base of the shoulders, like, closer to where they connect to the uh, body. No real difference on the arms. Uh, no real difference on the legs, other than the side skirts look like they are holding ammunition, though I believe 
technically speaking, you could do that on the other ones. Um, and then on the legs, uh, the knee thrusters also have a bunch of like little added in like filters, basically. Like mm-hmm. that is what they remind me of. Given that this is a ground type, that seems to make sense, especially given its default colors being very deserty. Um, yeah, this is such classic MSV. This is such an MSV design. I yeah, but I do like it. It's good. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. like you look at this and you're like, okay, the way this is drawn is just Okawara is making an MSV. He mm-hmm. does this thing, and it's good. But yep. yeah. Uh, and there's also two color variations. So the standard one, like I mentioned, is your standard desert thing. You've got, like, a tan for most of the body. You've got this darker brown for a lot of little details. And then lots of red and yellow accents all over. Uh, black on the feet. Um, black in, like, some of the vents and around the vents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the Bluebird team colors, which is mostly blue, if you would if you would have guessed. Uh, it's blue and black, uh, and then with, like, some yellow accenting, like, on the vents, uh, and then a little bit of red, like, on the little hatches, and then on decals. You need to give this thing the, the exam knees. system. <laughs> it is kind of like a blue destiny. It is yeah. kind of a blue destiny. Uh, probably beats out the blue destiny by a few years, though, which is interesting. As far uh, as being, like, older? Like, in real lifetime, yes. Sure, sure. I thought you meant performance-wise, which... Also well, yeah, no, this destiny. is gonna blow a hole in any one year war suit. Well, to... you say that, but it's the soul of a new type trapped in there. We're moving on. Uh, now for a variation we actually see within the show. Uh, the LM-111E-03 Gun Blaster. Oh, uh, I... I guess that's fair. I thought we were gonna go to the fun one, the one that would have made you mad, but okay. No, we'll go to that one last. Um, <laughs> should know I didn't mention any other model numbers because the improved type, the ground type, and the early type, and all that all use the same model number. Uh, just for listeners at home. Uh, but yeah, so the this is the actual direct uh like successor, the Gun Blaster. Uh, this is basically a space like a more space specialized version i should say because you can use the gun easy in space but this is a space specialized version of the gun easy um so for actual design changes on it um let me see its backpack is great yeah really cool backpack that's like the main thing right is it has this backpack with a large set of binders um Uh i'm trying to see if I'm curious if there's any other actual body changes, but it's hard to tell because the art here is a little different in terms of like the pose it's in, right? Uh-huh. I'm so, looking at the um the Re100, the P Bandai Re100 of it. Yeah, I was actually just uh-huh. about to like look at a comparison between like the two because I was like, hmm, maybe I'll see differences there. But I think it might just be the backpack. I otherwise yeah. it might be just yeah, it looks like it's all the same as just different color. Yeah. Yeah. Same design, though. Cool. Good to know. So, not as much to go over, then. Uh, yeah. Uh, the color is a Gundam tricolor, but with that, again, more... The G-Guinea kind of green, uh, as Mm -hmm. the main color. Uh, and then, for the most noticeable thing, the backpack. It is a set of two large binders that are able to, like, rotate... Uh, first of all, they have thrusters everywhere, so they don't even need to rotate a lot. But they can also, like, uh, there's, like, a hinge in the middle so that they can, like, s- be more swept backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, these are just cool, large binders on the backpack, basically. That's They're the main addition. Cool. 
there's yeah. thrusters all over them um it's got one on each side they're movable uh this is cool yeah uh and it has better performance in space not really anything uh new on it other than it mentions here the spider net which is a wire type weapon stored in the uh right shoulder weapon box in place of the beam saber mm-hmm. don't i don't even remember the spy- spider net um but yeah uh yeah gun blaster's cool uh a little sad it doesn't have vespers because whenever i hear the name gun blaster my brain always wants to assume oh the with the backpack that's like gonna be a weapon but no it's just... it has some sort of blasters yeah but no it's just two huge binders on the back um we do have a but... variant of this but we have to hold it till spoilers territory yeah uh and then finally <sighs> victory easy mm-hmm. from crossbone gundam dust it's a gun easy uh well no it is a victory gundam torso and a victory gundam head and then gun easy arms and legs and waist there i can't believe they gave a they named a mobile suit gg easy Uh, they did (laughs) and then also it's not cool yeah no it's just it's like i mean like you know i like the suits that make it up but sure eh. yeah it, just that crossbone dust thing of like we're gonna do a, like this is like the probably one of the laziest of those like as it says here mixing build suits and my brain's like oh is that what they're called in the in the in the fiction there mixing build because they they don't want to use kit bash i guess i guess i don't know i mean it's not it's, a kit bash because they aren't kits these are full yeah machines. i know but you know it's yeah, that's what they yeah. were doing yep i will say with its colors it does look kind of cool uh oh in the blue mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's fair it's just problem is it's just like the vic- so you have the victory gundam which is a simple gundam but with enough like paneling that it feels really unique and cool and then you have the gun easy which is like the same idea but super simplify so just mixing them just loses like the things you like about both uh okay way. so we need to we need to talk about this don't click on the pilot uh-huh. Um, because you need to know that Crossbone has a new Shrike team. Oh. This is the rear Shrike team. Oh. Specifically, the pilot of this she- machine is Trez Mars. Or Hasegawa being even weirder about the Shrike team than I would have expected. I mean, listen, Hasegawa. if they didn't draw her like this, she'd probably be cool. I don't know. She's no, I mean, the art of the three of them is clearly like, uh, oh, there is a man being pervy. Like, yeah, you no. could just tell by the, the posturing. Yeah, um, that's bad. I don't like that. No, uh, Hasegawa can't even do good kit bashes either. Worst part <laughs> about it, he, there are good kit bashes. We we play Gundam Breaker, we make them. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, but that's right. the rear Shrike team. Yep. Or sorry, the rear Shrike core. I should say they're the core. They're okay, not a team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. All right. And after this point, we talk about a machine that's pretty unimportant. Uh, from Build Fighters, no plot details, no character details, just a machine that is in the future. 
Um, and then thereafter, we're going to go into questions and we'll talk again about the concept of machines existing in the future. It's not really a spoiler. The final suit. Uh, this is in a future thing. So I assume you're going to place the appropriate warning and I'm just going to say it. We've got the Gundash Blaster. Which no. Is a f- oh, no. We've got the Gundash Blastor. <laughs> okay. We yes. do. It's yeah. the Blastor. <laughs> All right. So, uh, basically, this is just a gun easy that has a modified backpack. So it has the overhang pack from the uh, um, the uh, V-Dash Gundam's uh, back, like, extra weapons. So mm-hmm. it's got the two overhang cannons, basically, which looks cool. And I like the coloration on it. It's got this, like, it's weird. It's like a tan, similar to the desert one, but it uses, it seems to use purple instead of red. Mm-hmm. So it's like tan, brown, and purple, which is like an interesting, it's not even like a purple. It's like a, would you call that like a wine red, maybe? I think that's fair. Yeah. Interesting colors. Um, it, yeah. Here's the problem. Uh-huh. I never liked the V-Dash backpack. Really? I actually really? like the overhang pack quite a bit, I, but I don't. I don't. I think I think the gun blaster looks cooler than this thing. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Well, pretty simple episode today actually. Mm-hmm. Uh only mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Wow. Well, uh before we do any sign-offs though, uh any news six any uh Oh yeah, we got some we got some stuff to talk about. Um, so I'll put I'll put us like a skip in the um, in the thing so you can skip past that that um, spoiler suit. But I also mean, that suit yeah. is barely a spoiler, so I will also. It, it, it's that. it's basically a cameo suit, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. So what do we got for questions? Uh, okay, so we're gonna do the straightforward one first. Uh, this question comes in from uh, Mecca Roboski on Twitter. Thank you for the question. Uh, hi, hi, I have a question for Mechanista NG. What do you two think is the best modular Gundam system? Examples being the Ages Wear system, the Seeds Striker packs, the Wound Warts loom extens- limb extensions, etc. Uh, thank you uh, both for making such a great podcast. Well, we know what my answer is going to be. So, Six, what's your answer? Um, I would probably go with the Silhouettes for the Impulse. Really? Okay. That's probably my favorite. I, 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 I love the Woundwort limbs. Of course I do. I like it when mm. Mecha have clothes. I like it when hard points are definitely... Like, that's why I got annoyed at, like, the thing in the gunnies where it's like, oh, yeah, it has hard points, and it's like, it doesn't use them, though. My brain's just like... Mm-hmm. I like the idea of hard points and, like, being able to put armor on it. If I wasn't allowed to pick the Woundwort, though, I'm trying to think. Uh, l- l- let me cut out AOZ in general, because AOZ in general does a really good job with modularity. I'm just trying to think about all of Gundam, like, what I like. Hmm. So, I the thing about the age system, right? I like that one, but it works very similarly to like how the like the wear packs work similarly to like other three part transformations, right? Is mm-hmm. the thing other mm-hmm. than you don't have a core fighter involved. Uh, Maybe my answer would be, and this is maybe cheating a little bit, 
the way that they put armor on the Gundam frames in IBO and other frames. Actually, the frame system from IBO in general. I actually don't like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, I, 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 it's partially because I feel like they do so many designs, and I think a lot of them suck. Like, I well, think a lot of the Barbatos variants are bad. I thought you've liked all the variants. Uh, we, every every episode of IPO we've had has been pretty positive. I'm surprised. Sure. To hear you I say mean, that. like overall, I like the designs, but I feel like, especially with the Barbatos, it's like, oh, here's the sixth form where or I'm I'm picking a number. I don't know the numbers, you know, but like where it's got like a weird overextended chest and a pair of pliers, and I'm like, this is stupid, you guys. The the Barbatos never uses the ladder, but. I know you're you were being facetious. facetious it's got the facetious. one where it's got like scissors or whatever. It's got the it's it's got the claw arm from the uh, the grays that it stole. See, I like that. I like that it had to use like opponent parts. Like it's not really much of a form. It's more like a battlefield refit, real quick. But you know, I I like that personally. I just think they're dumb weapons. I don't know. Um. Um. Though I will admit, it gets better when it's actual substantial forms. Like when you go from. IBO season two related stuff. Uh, just mentioning it. Uh, the uh, like the lupus to the lupus rex, right? The lupus itself doesn't even get any of its own variations, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just goes to the lupus rex halfway through. Uh, I guess. Prob- oh, yeah, p- sorry. Part of my feeling is when you tell when you ask me the question of like, what do you think is the best modular system? I think I want there be to be a reason to switch, right? As opposed to just like, oh, there's a best pack. That, I mean, like, you know, you're, you're going to get, like, your perfect strikes and stuff, right? And that's yeah. kind of cheating. But, like, the idea to me is, like, oh, you will switch this up based on the situation. Whereas the Barbatos, like, there'd be no reason to ever use anything below the Rex, right? Yeah, that, I guess or, that's the or, thing, or, right? Or, or like, the, even though I, lupus, yeah. I did refer to those as, like, you know, being, like, modular. But the reality is it's more just... I, I, they are more evolving, right? It's just building mm-hmm. on the key, the same frame, and they just keep like slightly improving it or like adding more or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is different. Problem is though, when I don't have that, my brain just goes, "Oh, well then, uh, then it still is advanced of Zeta stuff, right? Because that's where you actually get like mission packs mm-hmm. and whatnot that are like pretty varied and also like aren't just a backpack." Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, anyway, what's the... Oh, also, thank you for the question, and thank you for yeah. enjoying the show. Uh, next question. Well, okay, so we got we got two... Uh, we got more than two, but we, sort of, we got two sections sent by Vi, and w- uh, the question we just answered is spoilery, basically, right? Because we talked about some future uh-huh. tech. Um, so I'm going to handle the spoilery question here, and then we can do the other one if we do a, next, a, a second episode. Otherwise, we'll do it next week. I assume we'll do a second episode, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll just save that for the next one. Um, so <clears throat> what if Seed was more like Ace Combat 5, a.k.a. A thir- actual third side was pulling the strings behind both sides of the conflict and both sides unite against that? Would that work better or end up being just an ass pull? Uh, one, I think it would be an ass pull. And two, my issue with that kind of orchestration is like, here's the thing. There are legitimate grievances that people have against one another, generally, like, with wars, right? And in the case of, like, Seed's thing, right, you would have to reveal that this third party somehow caused, like, you know, the bloody Valentine incident to happen, but also caused 
like all the different you know incidents back and forth and i kind of think that just feels like it's losing the impact to me personally like i don't know yeah i i don't i don't like it when stories do this because to me like nearly every i mean like you can do it in a good way right you can do it in a way where it's like oh wait and it turns out there is a military industrial complex that wants this war to continue right yeah. because that's just that's just reality um but when you make it like oh wait there's another side that's been orchestrating events and setting this all in motion what it does is it says okay we've had this series where it's like there are these two sides and who's right and who's wrong and at the end you say actually they're both right because they were just being manipulated and no one has to have any hard feelings about anything and that's a load of shit that's a cop out yeah that's I think that's kind of my issue is it ultimately would feel like it, it it would it would make it meaningless but in a way that's just annoying rather than a way that's like tragic right mm-hmm. yeah um I don't know I'm just trying to think like here's the thing one could argue that when militaries are in war and fighting each other generally uh there is at least one side where it is in fact a bunch of people who are assholes that are like you know pulling the strings behind the back because they are but they're just doing it to a country like they're their own country right and they are the country's leaders so you know which is not in the spirit of the question but i you know what i mean like that's the thing i, I don't know if adding a third like I, I guess like adding an illuminati feels weird to me right mm-hmm. basically like you can have a country controlled by a couple of people that are in power, but I don't like the idea of them being like the, oh, we're a third faction that everyone can team up against, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. It's more that I just see that as a consequence of how, what happens to like various governments and stuff, especially ones with like vested interests in colonialism and imperialism and whatnot. Like the, that these things are just a natural part of that rather than being like a outlier. Um so you don't really need a third faction to gunk things up in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That That's how I would put it, basically. Honestly, the one that would be more interesting now is the reverse. If a PMC was involved in fighting and they were being funded by a military secretly, uh, while seemingly, like, doing, like, fighting for their own beliefs, but actually now they're corrupted by the beliefs of, you know, whoever's funding them because they have to keep the funding going because usually that's how it would work with, like, a third party. Um, I think that could be more interesting, uh, a way of, like, doing a similar idea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Seed is just already on the Space Noids versus Earth Noids thing, right? That's the, kind of the... Applying this to Seed is hard, is what I'm saying. I mean, I guess the one way you could do it that would be kind of interesting? I don't know if it'd be good, because there's not very much that Seed does that I think is good. Um, but... Okay, so what if you had it so that there was, like, there was revealed to be a a third faction, right? And they're like, oh, man, they're responsible for everything. And then they dig into it. It's like, wait, this is a two-way false flag where both Plant and the Earth are investing in this to make the war keep going. Actually, this doesn't make anyone look good. That that would be kind of funny. That would be very (laughs) funny, actually. What if Orb's also investing in this group, too? (laughs) We need we need that we need that bullshit because God that would just be funny just for the chaos. Wait, that organization's called the Lucas Klein Foundation. 
<laughs> and Lucas just uh, shrugs like, eh, what are you, what are you going to do? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's about my thoughts on it though, I think. Um, and yeah, you said we would probably cover the next questions in the next episode, right? So, yeah, yeah, okay. there's a, uh, there's a handful of them, but. Only other thing I would have to say is, uh, since they're also announcing it on their podcast, we may, we might say stuff here. So we've talked about MAHQ here, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've appeared on Gundam and we've had Chris on here. Uh, you know, we, and I like Chris, uh, you know, we like MAHQ. It's a cool site. Uh, it's useful, more useful in some ways than the Gundam wiki at times. Um, so, uh, we both are now going to occasionally do stuff over there. Um, probably whenever we do a feature, we would obviously plug it here too, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, we just be doing like little, right. <laughs> writable features over there i over various things like possibly like oh here's a mecha game and here's some info about it you know just little things like that um just wanted to announce that over here though just because you know they're announcing it over there so i figured we would do that yeah. here and it's hey, an official partnership yep uh and uh they are updating the website which is pretty cool i have actually already sent chris a bunch of art books as well uh to you know start updating like the line art uh mm-hmm. which so you know that's pretty cool uh and it's just a useful website um like i said it's just always been like one of those websites where it's just been just you know the, the problem with the, the thing about mahq is it generally just goes with like things that are already written when they do their uh stuff like it's all sourceable versus you know the gundam wiki <laughs> mm-hmm. which we've had mixed results with like we've used it for a lot of art but yeah um, I mean, the nice thing about the Gundam Wiki is that it's extensive, right? It's extensive, because, yeah. And that's, you know, that it has that has value. Um, we are absolutely going for quantity over quality. Yep. But also, yeah. you'll notice how much we also complain about the Wiki here. Yeah, yeah, And, totally. you know, how many times it's like, oh, how about I go to MAHQ for this armaments listing, so... Yeah, whenever, it, whenever we are un- not confident in what the Gundam Wiki is saying, we check MAHQ, and that should sort of tell you, like... I guess also full disclosure, just because this sort of thing like happens, right? Like nobody involved makes any money from this. Both both no. MHQ and Scanline are like money losing enterprises. You know, uh, I just come here and record every week. Yeah. Um. um so I mean, this, you know, is, this is all Mecca passion project crap. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all though. Uh, we we just you know Chris likes the show. We like the website. So we figured, hey, you know, that's a that's a fun idea. Yeah. Um, gonna uh, gonna have to play more relayers so I can write something about it because uh, yeah. relayers interesting. And I gotta figure out what I would write for a feature because I'm too nervous about everything. <laughs> you gotta you gotta write up the Alia. I want to see more Alia shit. Oh, just write about uh, just see I uh, just about the Alia. I mean, you'll so. do you do other fucking. I'm just saying like. The, you know, listen, Chris specifically said games coverage, mecha games, lacking. Fill out some Arban Core shit. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Anyway, well, that'll be for the future, though. I Like I said, I just want to bring it up on the show, though, and, you know, so yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Any other news? No, that's it. Only other news on my end is I got me my P Bandai shipment recently, and I've got me a black rider and an Efreet jaeger to build and i'm very excited <laughs> nice anyway 
That's all. Where's the fucking Titania, Bandai? I would really like the Titania. The Titania is extremely they, cool. They did the Efrit Jaeger only that one. They literally only did one of the main character suits, but then they did the fucking Black Rider and White Rider. I understand why they haven't done the Nomitas yet. Because I mean, that boy, that's an endeavor. That's going to be an endeavor. <laughs> that's, an yeah, engin- that's, fair. that's an engineering project. But but the the Titania they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hell, they could even do like the pre upgrade like suits, like you know the the Zaku ones, the the Zaku sniper type, etc. Like all the weird ones there. They could do those too, but they haven't. Anyway, at, l- at least they did the Effort Jaeger, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all. Speaking of video games, sorry, bringing up video games just made me think about Code Fairy, and I was like, oh yeah, I got those in, now I'm going to be mad about the Titania, because I love that thing. Anyway, alright, what's our sign-off, what's our quote, did you get one, or is it just uh, the whole... You haven't even done your plugs yet. Oh, plugs, fuck! Uh, LowPolyRobot at Twitter.com, at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. I post, you know, game screen caps and mecha stuff and robots that I build and all that jazz. You know, y'all know. Uh, Six, where can people find you on the internet as well as your content? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Yay. Um, like, f- yeah. It was so. just a long, it was just a long closing because we had a lot of, we had a lot of little things to cover. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, because the Gundam community sucks, you can't find good quotes for this, I'm just going to say I'm glad Oliver's dead. I mean, yeah. Peace. Never has a man been so overrated since Slayer Law.